How's it going, everybody? This is me again, your host, Chewy, and I want to welcome you back to the podcast titled Exploring the Myths Behind the Legends. And I am once again joined by my good friend Monica. Hi, guys. <laughs> Monica's in a very happy mood, let's just put it that way. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> California. <laughs> let's just say that, and uh, people can make their own conclusions. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I had a eh, day at work today. It was kind of busy, people walking around more so than they had been in the past few days and we had decent sales etc oh actually a customer gave us cookies oh yeah yeah like handmade cookies? cookies uh handmade homemade cookies um well, that's <laughs> yeah well, i don't know maybe they use your feet Anakin. No, let me go. <laughs> they were powdered sugar and sugar cookies like regular like okay. brown sugar oh okay okay nice mm-hmm. and they gave us quite a bit. Uh, they gave us two little baggies, and they were like loaded, dude. There were like at least twenty cookies in there, twenty-five in each Damn. little baggie. That's and, awesome. And nobody wanted any at work, so I brought them home. Nice. <laughs> Why didn't they want them? I don't know. I guess they're afraid of whatever you know. But I, what I'm gonna do is I, I will just let them sit there for a couple of days, and just after that I'll be okay, because you know. Yeah. That's true. I mean, if, if anything, I can just clean the containers with a little wipey or something and yeah, go to town on those cookies. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I actually had a couple of them at work. I, I cleaned, I actually cleaned the, the little thing and I cleaned my hands and then I ate them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like biohazard. Just <laughs> a hazmat suit. Dude, yeah, almost. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know why people, anybody at work didn't want any of them. So, and I want more for me. I feel like traveling i don't know about you traveling yeah i'm uh i mean what are you talking about (laughs) well it's because before all this happened i was literally planning on taking a vacation yeah sometime last year like around march or april that's usually when i got my vacation at work my first break Uh we get two breaks a month or sorry a year Mm -hmm. and the first one of them being around march or april i thought "Hmm, i'll just go on a trip somewhere for a few days and mm-hmm. blah 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 explore myself and eh. <laughs> <laughs> or not explore myself that sounds wrong but uh <laughs> yes i was planning on having a vacation and unfortunately we all know what happened we can't or i couldn't but i thought maybe if i can't travel physically i can travel mentally oh okay chan, chan, chan. But before we ask you, Monica, what the topic of our episode tonight is, I do want to remind our audience of our social media accounts. So, we have our Facebook under Exploring the Myths Behind the Legends. Our Instagram is under Myths Behind LGDS. Our Twitter is Myths Behind LGDS, and you can also email us at MythsBehindLegends at gmail.com. Cool. We have our link tree also as uh, Myths Behind LGDS, our letterbox, the profile is also under behind sorry myths behind lgds mm-hmm. and our website is under myths hyphen behind <laughs> hyphen legends dot mailchimpsites.com <laughs> i was doing like a little ball with my head i don't know your site yeah we uh, do think <laughs> uh okay monica so we can go ahead and uh review the topic of our episode for tonight if you will okay we are covering two games 
The first one being the elevator game and the hooded man. Yes. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah. So what do, <laughs> and real quick before we start, uh, just what is the one thing both of these games have in common? Traveling between dimensions. Da, da, da. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that you know your topic, we'll be taking a quick little break and we'll be right back with the elevator game. Monica, so the first uh, game that we're going to cover tonight will be the elevator game, as you <laughs> so rightfully told us. Yes. And I want to make a little note here real quick. Well, actually two of them. But the first one being that we here at EMBL are sharing this information for entertaining purposes only. We are not responsible for any of the evil crap that might come your way if you decide to play these games. <laughs> so uh, we're going to just throw this out there. If you guys you know decide to follow the rules or whatever it is you're going to do, and you are taken away to the hell dimension, that's on you. Not on Monica or myself. Uh, <laughs> I can never do this, guys. No. <laughs> I, I think I would try these given the right circumstances right now. I don't think I would because of everything that's happening. Hell no. Ever. <laughs> I'm not trying to travel between dimensions. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with this one. <laughs> also. But what if you get to one where like you're rich? <laughs> I don't need to be rich. I just don't want weird th things to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I did say that we're gonna do two notes. And I I did one and I forgot the other one, but eh, whatever. I, I probably wasn't important if I forgot. Let's move on. Yeah, let's let's just move on because it, it probably was not that important if I forgot. But uh, yes, so the elevator game basically it implies you, one person. You can have more people in your entourage if you so decide, but. This, I mean, of course, one person. Uh, if you want to have more, then everybody needs to follow the rules, and they can't do anything different because Skip then, uh, yeah, yeah, because then that will void the game, and it won't work for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so at least one person, but it can play with more. As we said, you need mm -hmm. a public building with at least ten floors. Uh huh. And this so-called building needs to have a functioning elevator mm-hmm and you know hands the name the elevator game of course uh, yeah <laughs> so what are the rules of this like what's what happens basically what you need to do is you and whoever is playing the game with you monica mm-hmm need to go into the elevator and you're gonna do a, a little sequence of steps here okay okay so you're gonna walk in make sure everybody's in there the doors close and you press the button for the fourth floor. Mm -hmm. Okay, so once the elevator gets there... I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I'll that, but okay. <laughs> uh, so, you and I, Monica, are going to go on the, on the elevator on the fourth floor, and the door's going to open. We're not going to get out. Okay. After the door's closed again, you press the button for number two, floor number two. Uh-huh. You're going to repeat this for the following floor. So, you start on floor number four. 
then you go to floor number two. And okay. every time you wait for the elevator to open and the doors close, and then you gotta press the next button, right? Uh huh. So it's floors number four first, then floor number two, then floor six, then floor two again, uh -huh. then the tenth floor, and then the fifth floor. Mm -hmm. Now, if at any point in these stops somebody gets in, that cuts the chain, so you gotta start all over again. So, <laughs> so let's say you're, you're, you're already on the third step, you're on floor number six, and then some dude walks in because he's gonna go, I don't know, buy food, whatever. Yeah. That that cuts the chain off, so you gotta wait until that guy gets off, and you gotta start all over if you wanna keep going, right? So it, it, it can't be interrupted in, in, in any way. If anybody in your entourage decides, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore, and they walk out, you gotta start over again. With the people all that, over again. Yeah, with yeah. the people that are left still in, in the little. Uh, group. Be like, nobody get the fuck out so we can finish this. <laughs> no, yeah, and I saw that some people, I read up on it too, and and I saw that some people were saying that's why you, you do it like late at night, you know, when nobody would be typically using the elevator. Yeah, that would be ideal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So maybe like a hotel or an apartment building or something like that. Yeah. Where you know the traffic's going to be a little slow at, at a time, yeah. At a certain time, yeah, especially at night. Because I guess at night it would be more uh, creepy. Yeah, it would be creepier, <laughs> and I guess the vibe would be more adequate for this. Uh huh. True. Let's say you follow all the steps correctly, and and you wait for the doors to open, and you press the next floor all the way down the list. And when you get to the fifth floor, guess what happens? I mean, I know what happens, but oh my god, tell us what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, two things could happen. Either one, a woman, or something that looks like a woman, could go uh -huh. into the elevator with you. Or they could not. What right? do you mean, they could not? Like, okay, so it either happens or it doesn't, right? Yes, either they do or they don't. Uh -huh. If it, It's usually a higher chance that the game is working if they do get in the elevator with you. Right. And again, this is some something or somebody that looks like a woman, but it may not be a woman after all. Uh-huh. It's an it. Uh-huh. And you are heavily advised, my friend, to not talk to her, to mm -hmm. not speak to her, to not acknowledge her. If she speaks to you, if she asks you a question, don't answer it. Ignore her. Yes. Don't, don't even look her in the eye. Exactly. Don't even look at her. Whatever she looks like, don't acknowledge her at all. Uh-huh. Because if you do, uh, this uh, whatever being might mm -hmm. be will decide to keep you for themselves. And... No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe some people are into that. Maybe some people are lonely. They need a friend. <laughs> but that lonely? To get trapped in a different dimension? <laughs> um, maybe suffer forever? No, thank you. I don't know, right? So, okay, so after this being slash woman gets in there, you wait for the elevator to close again. Mm-hmm. And importantly, again, if they're talking to you, ignore them, don't look at them, just pretend they're not even there. Okay. Just pretend it's kind of like some uh, ex-girlfriend of yours that you don't want to talk to and you're like ghosting them. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't acknowledge you, you do not exist. <laughs> just do, uh, what is that? Not earmuffs, but well, yeah, earmuffs. Like, mm, yeah. Not, yep, I, I can't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> so after they get on, you press the button for the first floor. Now, once you get to the first floor, again, the door's going to open. But don't wait for the. I mean, if again, if somebody comes in, 
or mm -hmm. if, or if one of your group walks out, then that cuts the whole thing, and you got to sort over it. I don't know what happens with the girl if she's there with you. <laughs> oh, that would be weird. <laughs> like, hey, like wait, would you going? would they even be able to get off? Because you know, technically know. they're not in same dimension at that point. See, that wasn't made clear in, in the steps that I that I read here. But uh, assuming that everybody stays and, and you know they want to keep the game going, mm -hmm. the elevator should go down to the, to the floor again. And now after that. You gotta press the button for the tenth floor again. Uh huh. Now, once they get to the tenth floor, once the elevator reaches the tenth floor, you uh -huh. and whoever's playing the game with you needs to walk out of the elevator, because that means the game is already in, in or the over. Steps, yeah. yeah, the game is the, the, you know the steps are worked. So, if the woman asks you, "Hey, where are you going? Or what's wrong? Or what are you doing?" Again, keep ignoring her because that's not somebody you want to be in company of. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. If when you get to the tenth floor, somebody walks into the elevator again. That breaks the chain. Yeah, that's true. Uh huh. I read that. Mm -hmm. It's a little weird. Like you, you need to be like really lucky that nobody walks in there. And if you're already there with like the demon chick, whatever, then what happens if somebody walks in? Do they see her also, or like do they not see her? Or like when she's already there, I don't think other people will be walking in. Uh huh. Because at that point, you're not even in the same dimension anymore, right? So like. It would just be you and her and her trying to convince you to acknowledge her the whole time until it's, you know, over. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I don't know because it wasn't made very clear to me here. But basically, mm -hmm. once you get to the 10th floor and if nobody walks in or, or you know, whatever, that means that by the time you get to the 10th floor again, that uh -huh. you're already in the other dimension, which I, you know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Because that means that... Well, first of all, there won't be anybody else there with you. You're going to be there and whoever's playing the game with you. Mm -hmm. So you won't see anybody walking around or, or anybody you can talk to or anything or ask them what's up. You will also notice that your electronics are not going to work. Uh-huh. So no phones, no watches, no smartwatches, anything like that. None of that's going to work. Uh, basically, it looks just like, like ours. It's kind of like a mirror dimension if you want to think about it that way. Yeah. But... The lights are off, so it's completely dark. And from any of the windows you are able to find, you're gonna see like a red cross in the distance, just like glowing. Mm -hmm. No, mm -mm. <laughs> that already sounds like a scary place. I would not want to see that. <laughs> so, what do you what do you make of all this? I would never do it. <laughs> I saw I saw uh, like a, a YouTube video of this guy like talking about it and testing it out with his friends, <clears throat> and they had cameras and everything. But it's like, like, no, dude, like, why would you even do that? Like, like, I'm okay with being in bliss and not knowing what's on the other side or what's in another dimension or whatever, or how to get there. Like, mm -mm, no, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> and it scares me. Like, it's just like, oh my God, dude, like, why would you like go look for that? No. I'm intrigued. I don't know if I would ever try this. I mean, I, I kind of feel like I would. If I, no. I mean, <laughs> but at the same time, I think about it and it's like, ah, you know, I'm gonna, I, I, maybe when I'm older and I have like nothing to lose. <laughs> like what would happen? Like what would happen if like, let's say you do this, right? Like somebody does this and then they disappear in the dimension, like in the other dimension, like does your body come back? You're gone forever, basically. Like you're, you're gone, like you disappear. So you just disappear. Uh-huh. 
Oh my god, that'd be fucking crazy. No. Supposedly, like, allegedly that's what happens. Yeah, if this was, if this was, you know, legit, true. Let's assume for a second that it is real, and... Yeah, I mean, you would just be considered a missing person at that point. Nobody would ever find you again. Oh yeah, I, I remember the little side note that I was going to mention. Uh, basically, have you seen that documentary about the Cecil Hotel and Netflix? Yes. Well, I haven't finished it, but I started watching it. And that's actually, like, not too far from where... Well, I mean, it's an hour and a half away, but, like, not too far from where I live. You know, my friend was talking about going there, and I was just like, dude, no, like... I don't want to go anywhere near there. Like, I saw that, like, some girl had, like, allegedly played this game in there, and that's why she went missing. But then they found her in, like, the the water tanks, uh -huh. dead. And that she had, like, bipolar disorder and all this other stuff, and it's like... I don't know. Like, when I started watching it, it was before I knew about the story. Uh -huh. About the, the whole elevator thing. So, I just thought it was, like, a regular missing persons thing, and then I saw... I looked up the game and it, how it was attached to like that incident and i was like oh fuck, no because <laughs> i saw the video like the footage of her in the elevator and it's crazy mm -hmm. like she's just acting super weird yeah. i mean it makes sense like but who knows i mean and if you haven't finished i'm not gonna spoil it because i have finished already the, the little mini series okay and but yes, uh, the point that i was trying to make is that some people are, are saying that this is connected to her case in some way yeah uh-huh um, whether or not you believe, agree with that, that's up to you. I mean, we're not going to try to convince anybody to believe something right. that, you know, everyone can draw their own conclusions. I think that, again, in, in some cases there are supernatural stuff around us, you know, all over. Whether it is also something that happened in this case or not, I mean, that's my, I, I don't know, I, I don't think so. Uh -huh. And that's not because of what I saw in the case necessarily, but it, I mean, it, it is kind of freaky the way everything happened and the way they explained to you in, in that documentary. Mm -hmm. They kind of tie all the loose ends, but I don't know. Do they mention this game? No, right? Not in the documentary, no. Okay, yeah. No, but I saw the articles once people started watching that thing. And, hey, why did she play that? Remember that elevator game that we talked about a few years ago, whatever? Why did she was playing this thing? What? Because it was right on, like, this case happened in, what, 2013 or 14? Uh-huh. The case of, uh, by the by the way, her name is Elisa Lam. Yeah. This case of her disappearance happened around the time of the first reports of this game taking place or whatever. That's From crazy. what I understand. Yeah. I mean, her case, and I don't know how far along you are in, in the series, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, you can spoil it. I'm still gonna watch it. I don't care. I mean, uh, well, I don't want to spoil it too much, but at some point, they actually draw some some like weird coincidences to her name and, and to where she's oh, from. Oh yeah, I read that about like some the, some TB TB uh -huh. vaccine or some shit that they named. They well, it's literally her name, but just like backwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're saying that they came up with that name before her or something. Yeah. So, but it's like, dude, come on, like. That's too. That's too weird. So weird. I mean, imagine oh. that, that. That to me, and I don't want to sound all conspiracy theorist or whatever, but to me, that kind yeah. of seems like, uh, you know, that whole thing of, of life being a, a game or a simulation, something like that. I mean, that, yeah. That kind of points me. Not, not that I believe that's necessarily the case, but that's kind of like, hey, if, if somebody was trying to convince me of that and they use that argument, I'd be like, okay, you, you, that kind of makes sense. I still wouldn't agree with it a hundred percent. Uh huh. Necessarily, but 
it, it, it's kind of weird how a little coincidence like that happened. Yeah. Uh, which the, in the synchrony or, or in the, sorry in in the episodes of the series they call it synchronicity. Uh huh. Basically, when things aren't like a hundred percent related to each other, but it's kind of like coincidental. Yeah. Have you seen that list of the similarities between Kennedy and Lincoln? No. No? I don't think so. Mm -mm. I'll send the link to you, my friend. But Because I think they both had secretaries named Ford or something. something like a whole bunch of, of, of stuff that's like really weird. Yeah. That, I mean, if it's true, it's like, whoa, I mean, that's, that's a little, like, weird. Okay, so now having... Uh, Got into that tangent there for a minute. <laughs> you want to know how somebody would come back from that dimension? How? Basically, you repeat the ritual in the in the same order, not the reverse mm -hmm. order, the exact same order, right? So mm -hmm. once you're done exploring the alternate dimension, once you've you've had your fill of of the upside downs, so to speak, <laughs> <laughs> you once again get back in the elevator and you press the same sequence of buttons. So it's number mm -hmm. four first, then two, then six. Mm -hmm. Then two again, then ten, and then five. Mm -hmm. Right now, when you get to the fifth floor, you press the button for the first floor. Now the elevator is gonna start going up instead of down. That means that you need to stop the elevators whatever way you can to press the buttons, like you know whatever stop elevator, emergency, whatever. You just press them like frantically. Yeah. To get it to stop, because if you don't, that means you're stuck in that dimension. That. You know. uh -uh. So if you're going down, but it's going up, that's not a good sign. <laughs> yeah, so you need to make sure that you stop it and then go back down to the first floor. So once you get to the first floor, you're not quite done yet. You got to make sure that everything in that environment looks exactly the same as you remember it. Because if anything is different, like if any little thing is different, that means you're still in the other side. So let's say, for example, that you remember uh, a plant on uh -huh. like the right side of the elevator and then when you get off it's on the left uh-huh that means like hey no i'm still on the other side so oh, no uh, yeah, yeah so you gotta do the whole thing all over again four two six etc right give me every way <laughs> i know so yeah dude imagine screwing up hypothetically you know like you screw up and then you're like getting it wrong constantly and you never freaking get out i know it's going to give me anxiety and like i would not you know we're not doing this and nothing's happening but like just thinking about it <laughs> that means you're stuck because you are forgetful or like you have dyslexia or something yeah i would lose my shit, dude because i can't remember things that well <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's what they, they say on there you know write it on your hand so you know the instructions and you know but like don't take any liquids with you because if they spill on your hand, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't hold the beer with your right hand. No. <laughs> Make Roll. sure your hand is hit, you know, not getting too sweaty for you to rub off things. Don't be touching your hand. <laughs> uh, and one last final recommendation to give you is if you try this ritual, don't try it very often. Because basically the more often you try it, the more difficult it is for you to get out. Oh, or yeah, the easier it is for you to get stuck in that other place. So try it once, maybe, and then maybe a couple years on the road, try it again. But don't try it like every day or whatever, because then, no. yeah, yeah, no. So, you got any other final thoughts or comments on this? 
Nobody, nobody play this game, please. Like, it's it just sounds scary. Don't do it. It's not <laughs> worth it, guys. Uh-uh. If you guys do, please tag us on the on the links. <laughs> <laughs> I feel horrible if that happened. No, no. It's like, because of me, you played. Don't. <laughs> because, uh, you know, we're going back to the last episode where we talked about temptation. We told people not to do something, and the first thing they do is, oh, let me do it. Right, then do it. <laughs> See, don't do it. <laughs> Reverse psychology, my friend. Yes, for sure. You tell people you don't want Whataburger, so they bring you Whataburger. <laughs> mm, I mean, I guess that sometimes <laughs> makes sense. Sure. <laughs> um, I don't think I have any final comments. I just want to say again that I'm not too sure. Or, I mean, like, like I said, I, I do believe in paranormal stuff. And I do believe that if I try this, nothing really would happen. Uh-huh. Necessarily, Unless, but but, oh. then, but then again, what if it does, <laughs> right? What exactly. if it does? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. as much as I, I would like to believe the paranormal is real, and I do believe that it is to some extent, I don't think that's the first explanation that we should get, jump to. No. I do think that we can try to look for other things to explain this phenomenon first, and then if you can't, then okay, then maybe something else is going on here, and we gotta reach into a different little bag of tricks there to see if we can explain it. How would you feel with that knowledge? Like, let's say it worked, right? Uh-huh. How would you feel knowing that there are other dimensions and like, blah, blah, blah? I don't know. Dude. Maybe there's people that actually have gone there and, and that's why they kind of like lose their minds because there's cases of people that, that from one day to the next, they kind of just start losing their crap. You know, they, they're, that's true. they like for some reason snap and they can't explain why. And it's like, okay, well, their brain breaks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying because they play this game specifically, but maybe they, they witness something that breaks their grip on reality somehow. So I think that's what would happen to a lot of people. A lot of people wouldn't be able to handle that. Yeah, that's true. Let's say if one day we actually do find out there's an afterlife or, or there's something uh -huh. like that, I mean, People would just panic, dude. Like, honestly. Yeah. And there is a movie like that. I forgot what the movie's called, but it's on Netflix. And it's with uh, with Marshall from How I Met Your Mother. Oh, really? Yeah, he plays some, I guess, scientist guy or something. I watched it a long time ago, and I forgot the exact specifics. But, uh, just real quick, in that universe of that movie, scientists discovered the afterlife is real. Mm -hmm. So when you die, you go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. You keep living as yourself, but in a different plane of existence, right? Yeah. So what happens in that reality is that a whole bunch of people, like, you know, they started committing suicide because they, they, they didn't want to be in this world anymore. And they wanted, oh, wow. they wanted to see what was happening on the other side. Yeah. And the, the conclusion is that you never really know if you already died or not, or if you're still alive in for real, <gasps> or if you already died and that's like the, the whatever life you're living, that's like the afterlife for you. Wow. So, yeah, it's an inter interesting movie. I, I recommend it. I, I liked it. I, I didn't think it was great or anything, but I thought it was interesting for the purposes of this uh, interdimensional traveling, so to speak. That was the elevator game. I hope you guys enjoyed that little segment. Uh, once again, yeah, go go for broke. Play it all the time. Play it. Go, go. Ah. <laughs> yeah. You know, reverse psychology. But please do keep in mind our disclaimer at the beginning. So do not hold us responsible if you lose your mind. Oh no. <laughs> Alright, so we'll be right back with the Hooded Man game. Woo!
Alright everybody, so we're back with the Hooded Man game, and once again, we're going to do a little disclaimer here because we can't ever be too careful. So, we here at EMBL are sharing this information for entertainment purposes only. We are not responsible for any of the evil crap that might come your way if we decide to play these games. <laughs> so, have you ever heard of this game before? No. Never. This is the first time. Okay, so what does that make you think? Without, I mean, of course you already know that it, it involves like dimensional traveling, but what would it make you think if I told you about this the first time? Like, if you ever, like, had never heard of it? I would think that it was like, oh, so, like a hooded man appears or something. Yeah, I would think it's kind of like, I guess, Slender Man, but yeah, wearing a hood or something like a like. A, That's like what a, I, exactly <laughs> what I picture. Like yes. like a ghetto Slender Man, kind of wearing a hoodie. <laughs> Slender Man, damn. <laughs> So, okay, let's find out what this game's about, shall we? Mm, so, find out. the supplies you need are two black cords, which mm. need to measure roughly about 20 inch in, inches in length each. You're supposed to also have an old-fashioned corded phone, like the rotary phones that okay. we had back in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, like the red one from the Powderpuff Girls. <laughs> Yeah, so no cell phones. I mean, you can maybe make it work with a cell phone, but it's not as effective, from what I read. Sorry, I'm wrong. It's not a it's not a rotary phone. They have like a little square. They have numbers. Oh yeah, oh, well sorry. that might also work too. <laughs> <laughs> Those are called a uh, touchstone. Oh. Touchstone, phone phones. Yeah, I think. Touchstone. Yeah. Wow. So that's so antique. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, throwback to my childhood there. Our phones. <laughs> Where are they? Those phones. What is that? I remember when you used to like hang up and actually like hang up and it was loud. Oh yeah. When somebody hung Dude, up I... on you. You could. Like, it was loud. You could hear it like. <sighs> like. Dude, for the first couple of years, I don't know. I don't know how old I, I was until we kept. We had the rotary phone. I couldn't make phone calls because I couldn't figure that thing out. I couldn't like. <laughs> I was like, "How does this work?" And my grandma in Mexico had it, had one too, right? So like, every time we'd go over, they'd be like, "Oh, call this person," right? And I was like, "Uh, uh, I, I don't, I don't know how it works." <laughs> I never figured it out, and then, until like way later in life, and then, uh, and then at home we had the. Well, first we had the big ones, the big square ones. Oh, wow. That look like office phones. And <laughs> yeah. they had like, the, the voicemail capability and all this other stuff, right? Three-way calls. Yeah. So we had that one. And then at some point, like, that was, those were those were old. But after that, we, like, basically downgraded because we got, like, those chunky, like, you know, the, those really shiny ones that are kind of oval and stuff. Okay, yeah, so we had... Yeah, and the wall, it had the longest cord because, like, my mom was always, like, taking the phone from the kitchen or whatever, and she needed, like, to walk around, and then it turned into a tripping hazard, so. Um, <laughs> but I remember, dude, I vividly, sitting next to the couch that was up against the door, where the phone was in the same wall, and sitting on the armrest, while I would make phone calls to my <laughs> friends in, like, elementary and middle school. <laughs> <sighs> Good times. Um, Fuck memory. <laughs> uh, the Adventures of Little Monica. Yes. <laughs> that was a long story, but I just, you know, I went through a trip down memory lane. Literally a trip. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Based on what you told me earlier. Uh, so, yes. Uh, 
Two black cords about 20 inches in length. Uh, Old-fashioned corded phone, preferably a rotary phone. Uh, you also need matches or a lighter. You need a watch, preferably a not digital watch. So one mm. of those like old school with the with the hands, you know. So like a regular watch. <laughs> yes, but it's because like our audience might not know what a, what a what a non digital watch is because now nowadays all watches are digital, pretty much. Well, yeah, because they're basically they're phones, they're smartphones. I mean, they have smart yeah. watches and stuff. Yeah, that's when, what they when I was teaching, I would ask students to tell the time, and they were like, "Oh, it's seven six. <laughs> like, oh, off, off of the like yeah. the clock in the wall. Yeah. yeah, is it seven or six? It's seven thirty, bro. The, the hour hand is at seven. The minute hand's at six. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I used to have to like go like count them every time to be like, oh, what's the time? It would take me a while because I was like, okay, it's it's 5, 10, 15, 20. Blah, blah, blah. This is where the little hand is, and that's how we figured out, right? Mm -hmm. But it would always take me a while. I, didn't, I couldn't like look at it and then be like, oh, it's this time, you know? Oh, yeah. And then if you had Roman numerals, forget it. Those kids, kids don't even know what Roman numerals are. <laughs> so. Oh, man, I was I was lucky that I grew up in Mexico and they, they still taught us all that stuff in the early nineties. Um, so yes, a, <laughs> a watch. Uh, you need a whole bunch of salt, preferably rock salt. Okay. You also need sage, the little mystical herb, mm -hmm. and your house keys. Right? Is sage is sage albacar? I think it is. Or is that basil? I'm not or sure. I'm not sure because basil is something you can cook with, and I've never cooked with albacar. Oh, they're bay leaves, no? I don't know. Maybe. I, I, I don't remember the translation of that plant exactly. But I like yeah, it's, like that. it's got like its own little unique scent to it. and it's, it's, It does. It yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, uh, uh, that's also one that they use in, in a whole bunch of cleansing rituals and, and yeah. the, the curanderos and stuff like that, you know? I've been whipped so many times by those plantas, dude. <laughs> like, ugh. I can, vivid, I can remember the smell right now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I've been cleansed with those before, by the way. Yeah, me too. If you want to get the game started, or the process, or the ritual, whatever you want to call it, this is what you do. <laughs> at night, because of course, at night, you cleanse the location where the game will be played with the sage. So we're assuming that you're going to play this at home. It's mm -hmm. safer if you play at home, I guess, because it's your... Home. It's your, yeah. your home turf, your environment. <laughs> <laughs> and for that, you can find instructions on that online. There's many crash courses on, on how to clean or cleanse your house with sage yeah you shut the doors close all the windows and draw all the curtains mm -hmm. now you empty your pockets of any power or protection items and this includes but it's not limited to crucifixes crystals quartzes etc why because you can't have anything because it will block the energies that you're trying to call or whatever oh, yeah. okay yeah, so you, so you can't have any protection items, but you can keep your watch on you and your uh -huh. house keys because you're going to need them. Yeah, so you place the remaining supplies close to the phone, so that'll be the matches, the lighter, the, etc. You leave all that stuff close to the phone. You turn off all the electronics in your house, so TVs, radios, cell phones, computers, etc. Mm -hmm. And, of course, all the lights because why not? Yeah. Now... You gotta be in complete darkness, no no candlelight, nothing. So complete darkness. You sit by the phone. <laughs> That's already a bad sign for you. I'm already uncomfy about it. No, <laughs> Pitch black? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So you sit down in front of the phone and you count to 13 because of course 13. 
Soy bien collona, güey. How are we making this podcast with you? Eh. I don't know. I'm afraid, I'm afraid, like, it's clicking. I'm like, damn, I'm afraid of everything. I mean, uh, I, I would try these things at some point, but I don't know. I guess uh, I would just have to be in the right frame of mind for this. And right now, I don't feel like I'm in the right frame of mind for this. So, yeah. Uh, because I've been surrounded, quote unquote, contacted by evil spirits, so I don't want to do that right now. Uh, That's a story uh, for a different day, my friends. So, uh, yes, you cu- you count to 13 in front of the phone, and then without picking up the receiver, you dial the following number 20, 49, 68, 88. Right? Don't do it, guys. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> now, you tie one of the cords to the receiver. Uh huh. And you lift. Uh, make sure that it's it's a nice knot that it won't like un- become undone or, or slip out, whatever. Okay. Because you're gonna lift the receiver by the cord, and you can't touch the receiver with your hand. It needs to be so like you tie the, the knot, and you, uh-huh. you you grab the cord, the the leftover cord, and you pick up the receiver like that. You just like lift it, kind of like lifting mm-hmm. or like by a rope or something, right? Yeah. Now, you lift it, and then without. Again, touching the receiver, you dial the following number. So you lift the, the receiver with, with one hand. I guess in my case, I would do it with the left. And uh-huh. then I would dial with my right the following number. 25, 51, 58, 23. Why? I'm so confused. <laughs> this is just, I'm just reading the stuff, my friend. I don't know what's going on here. Okay. So you count to 13 again. You place a receiver down, but don't hang it up. You place it next to the phone. Uh-huh. Right, so it's it's gonna be not hanged up, Ugh. and you approach the receiver and you say the following words: "Hello, I need a cab." Mm. Into the speaking portion of it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now you untie the cord that you just did that with, and put it aside, and get the other one and tie it again, uh, and then you open the curtains and you look out. So if you follow all these steps correctly, then there should be a black cab waiting for you outside. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm picturing this in my head as if it was like a video or like a little movie. Mm-hmm. Every single step. And like, if, if, if I'd be doing this and I got to the point where I asked for the cab, went through all that work, right? Asked for the cab. And then went to the window and the freaking thing appeared uh-uh I lose my sh- <laughs> no no <laughs> well uh, so <laughs> let's assume Monica that you somehow find the courage to keep going with this right <laughs> okay so you exit the building or in this case your home preferably uh-huh lock the door behind you with your keys climb in the back seat of the cab which should be open and unlocked Mm-mm. When you get on, you lock the door, and you go to sleep. No. <laughs> <laughs> because that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, yeah let me just climb yeah, this. You did all this work just to get into a cabin and fall asleep? No. Even on principle, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to take a nap here. Like, like, why would anybody take a nap in a stranger's car? Yeah, not only that. Imagine from the perspective of the driver. Like, what? I picked you up. Where, where are we going? Where the f*** are you going to sleep? Like, what? It's so rude. <laughs> Why you gotta be so rude? <laughs> <laughs> I <can't. laughs> 
also I like to picture the cab as uh, the cabbie as being like like a hipster or something. Yeah. He is wearing a hoodie. Oh yeah, well, true. Well, or, we wouldn't be able to see. I mean, this yeah. is a hood, so it might it might actually be a hood like like one of those like old school monks, but I don't think so. I think it's like like a hoodie. Oh, you think like you know like in the movies and stuff when they show like yeah. warlocks and, shit and they're like yeah covered up. Okay. Yeah, but so after you are the rudest person in the world according to Monica, and you fall asleep in this guy's car. Mm-hmm. You're gonna wake up after a while. You're gonna check the time on your watch, and if it's any time, except for 3:30, if it's 3:28, if it's 3:31, if it's 4:30, if it's five o'clock, then whatever, you're good. Whatever time it is that is not 3:30, you need to exit the cab and enter your house within two minutes. Oh, because that means something went wrong, and you can still fix it if you go back home and, and do the steps for the end, which we'll get to in a minute. Okay. Okay, but like, how would you get? How would you know how to get home after being in the car? Well, because it's not gonna move yet. Oh. It's still gonna be sitting outside your house. Okay. So it's still gonna be like in your driveway or whatever. So it's not gonna go anywhere until you do the following couple things, right? Okay. So assuming that it's exactly three thirty when you wake up, you're like, okay. Let me go back to sleep again. I'm gonna take another nap here. <sighs> <laughs> so you go to sleep again. Uh huh. And the next time we wake up, whatever time it is, you're good because the guy's gonna be driving already, right? Okay. So this time he's driving, and just try to keep your cool. Don't panic. Don't try to open the doors and try to jump out like it's an action movie because you're not gonna have a good time. Mm-hmm. So stay cool, stay kind of composed. Uh, if they pick up any passengers along the way, don't talk to them. Don't acknowledge them. If they speak to you again, ignore them. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be driving you across whatever landscapes in that other dimension. Mm-hmm. You can find, I don't know, mountains or green pastures or I don't know, whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's not gonna look like the world that we know. It's, I mean, it's, it's gonna, like, let's say, for example, like around your house, there's like hills, whatever. In this world, you may not see hills around your house. Right? Uh huh. So, so it's gonna look a little different or quite okay. different, depending on whatever the case is, right? Yeah. Now, when you've had your share of exploring the alternate dimension, you can just whisper, you know, lean to the hooded man and whisper the following. Hey, baby. (laughs) 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 Nah, just kidding. You're not going to say that. (laughs) Yeah. You'd probably be offended, so don't say that. (laughs) So you're going to say the following. I have reached my destination. At which point he will find the next convenient stop and pull over. And mm-hmm. you and you will fall asleep, and when you wake up, you'll be home. Okay. All right. So you don't have to, like it, once you tell them that you you're you're done you, where you wanted to go. Like you're not gonna have to get out, whatever. Like you're gonna like automatically fall asleep as he's pulling over. Okay. And by the time we wake up the the next time, you're gonna be in your home, in front of the <laughs> supplies or whatever the little ritual game, whatever it was being played. Yeah. Right? Okay, so now that you have gone home, that you're done exploring and, and you're already back home, or if when you woke up the first time it was not 3.30 and you had to go back home like in a rush within two minutes, mm-hmm. now you do this. You dial in the phone without picking up the receiver. Mm-hmm. The number 20-0082. So once again, you lift the receiver by the cord that you had tied before. It should still be tied no. to the receiver. So you lift the, the receiver only by using the cord. Don't touch it with your hand. 
and you place it down and you say thank you for the ride okay polite nice <laughs> so i mean you fell asleep but you fix it by saying thank you for taking me on that nice excursion my, my fellow american ah. okay. <laughs> so you say thank you for the ride and then you you untie the second chord which uh you place next to the first chord. Actually, you, you, like, you're gonna have to take him back or, or somewhere and dig a hole in the ground and bury him and then scatter salt on top of the mound. Okay. And then, after you're done with that, you need to perform another cleansing ritual with the sage in your house. Okay. Okay, and that means that you're done. You, you, everything was done correctly, so you're safe. Smiley face. Okay, so uh, a couple of warnings that they do give for this. Again, they stress the, the fact that don't keep the protection materials, so crucifixes, crystals, quartzes, etc., santitos, whatever you carry in your wallet, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Don't carry them with you because that's going to cancel the energies that you're trying to invoke. Okay. Uh, if at any point you feel like as you're doing this ritual, somebody is watching you, mm -hmm. or somebody is around you, or, or you feel like something is there that you can't quite see, don't. Keep going. Stop. And especially don't get in the cab. Why? What does that mean? It just, that's all it says. It doesn't say any specifics as to what might be the case here. So I guess don't, I mean, if it says don't do it, I'm not going to do it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the whole point was to like call dark energies for this or whatever. Right. So, I mean, you're, if you're being watched, like, I'm, Maybe something's trying to take your soul or your spirit or something. I don't know. That's creepy. Yeah, so, um, and then the last thing they do mention is that you can let the cab continue on its journey as long as you like. But mm -hmm. it's not recommended that you stay there very long because the longer the ride, the longer it is, or sorry, the harder it is for you to come back. Mm -hmm. So if you ask the guy to stop, he might not want to stop. Oh, f that. Mm -mm. So now you're a prisoner in that cab forever. Dude, what if you lose track of time? You know, like you're just enjoying in the <laughs> other dimension so much, like the the scenery or whatever, and then you just forget how long you've been there, and then you ask <laughs> the guy tells you like, oh no, that's not gonna happen. Like, no. <laughs> Why did you come like into the uh, like a land made of chocolate or something, and you, <laughs> you want to just watch everything and like? No. And then you forget, you know? Yeah. What do you think of this? game my friend or this ritual whatever you people might call it it's creepy a part of me feels like i've seen this stuff in dreams you know being in a car or something like that like but mm -mm. i hope i'm not in another dimension and i don't know why that would really suck <laughs> <laughs> you should definitely watch this movie called the 13th floor okay the movie isn't that great really Mm -hmm. <laughs> but the idea is kind of interesting because the idea of that game is that life I mean people have actually su succeeded in, in creating a whole like VR world that they can go in and live a life in uh huh at will so you, you can go in there and say hey I, I want to live in, in 1950s you know LA or whatever cool or I want to live in, in, you know, the 18th century England, or, or you know, so the world will look just like you want it to look, right? Uh-huh. You can do anything you want there because, I mean, you're you're not a real person there. 
Yeah. You're like an avatar of yourself. Isn't that kind of like the Matrix? Kinda. Yeah, but the the uh, at some point uh, I'm not gonna spoil it too much, but w one person that goes in there loses their mind, they start going crazy. Who so, wouldn't? So they become a yeah. serial killer. <laughs> oh no! In the alternate world, so let's say like, you know you're That's like crazy. Yeah, dude. So they, they become a, a serial killer and they can't ever get caught because they're not real. Oh my god! In that dimension, right? So it's like you're playing a game, yeah. you know? Uh huh. Right, and, and so like. He goes back and, and he's, there's cops like investigating the merchants and stuff like that, you know. And, and he's like, "Ha ha, you know, they're never gonna catch me." Like, <laughs> wow. And so this guy finds out and he's trying to stop him. And the twist at the end is, is you know, spoilers alert. They themselves are a simulation of a different reality. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I know. yeah, I recommend you you do one of your little uh, what do you call them? What, what Trips? I, no, yeah. I would not. I would do it sober. I would probably make it would break my brain. <laughs> it, it, I mean, the, the action and the dialogue and the acting is not that great, but the ideas behind it are pretty cool. I think. Yeah. So, I think we should do it for one of the episodes one of these days. I'm down. Because I mean, technically, it's not really a horror horror movie, but it, it does have some sort of like thriller, psychological. Yeah, like, and it's elements. similar to something that we've already discussed. You know, and it's still, I mean, it is scary to realize you're in a simulation. That scares me. Like, my brain would not work anymore. Yeah, but that came to my, my mind because, you know, the idea of living in an alternate reality that's better than your real life, whatever, quote unquote. Uh -huh. I think that would be attractive to a lot of people, my friend. Oh, yeah, dude. If that was, if that was real, like, well, if it existed, like, let's say we find out tomorrow, like, Best Buy came out with this new video, like, virtual reality game or whatever that... Basically, like The Sims, you know, yeah. <laughs> you play. Imagine, like, people would get lost in that. They wouldn't probably never come back. Yeah. You know, probably die because, like, it's just their brain doing. Shit. Like, they just are only, you know, get out of there when. Imagine, like, you get hungry in real life, and you just eat there, so you feel satisfied, and then your body just decays because you're not eating. <laughs> like, dude, that'd be insane. Yeah, and uh, I'm not too knowledgeable about that topic but some of the stuff that i have read is actually brings up those ideas you're bringing up right now yeah like why did the person just decides they never want to come back uh-huh because in that life they're rich and they have a pretty wife and a nice house and they have kids and, current life yeah and their job is awesome and, and they say whoa and, and back here they're like working at like you know dead-end job and they have no car you know so and yeah, the same thing you mentioned what if they feel like they're having you know they have a, a beer there or a coke whatever and they believe it. It's your brain that's hooked up to this stuff. The brain is a powerful thing. You can make yourself think whatever you want. You can make yourself sick just mm -hmm. by thinking that you're sick. You know, that's how powerful it is. Yes, you can. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. You got any final thoughts on the Hooded Man game? I would never play it. <laughs> also, <laughs> what, what, what happens when you touch the phone? Like, why can't you touch the actual phone? I'm not sure, but apparently it kind of cancels the whole process. But why? I don't know. That wasn't specified in this direction, so... So many questions. Whoever created this needs to let us know. <laughs> so we can get our questions answered. Well, what? my questions answered, because I'm the one just like, what is going on? Why? I think the like, only way to find out, my friend, is to actually play it, so I don't know. I know. I'm not going to do that. I'll pass. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I just will never know. It's fine. I can, I can live with that. <laughs> 
never mind the questions. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, forget I ever said anything. I know. All right, so <laughs> that was the Hooded Man game. <laughs> uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that segment, and we'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. So normally in something like this, I would feel more compelled to do an academic segment in which we would explore the different, you know, intellectual topics of dimensional mm -hmm. traveling, stuff like that. But I thought, eh, let's, let's, let me take a break on this one because I'm tired from work. <laughs> and I thought, well, why not just do like a little jam, right? Mm -hmm. And I had a song that I was working on and I'm not going to play anything for you guys right now specifically, but you're going to get to hear the final jam after this commentary is, is done for this segment i mentioned that movie earlier you know the, the 13th floor that uh -huh. movie came out i believe in the late 90s early 2000s okay and if you think back to that time the music kind of had like a feel to it like the, you know the rock music to it uh -huh. Uh -huh. it was kind of like like trippy and like really uh i'm not sure what the word is yeah like some of the like not all of it but some of it kind of like was mellow I, i'm thinking of bands like a perfect circle and okay the deftones Maybe not so much, but yeah. Uh, so it's not gonna sound like it's gonna sound more like a perfect circle, I guess. The, the song that I'm working on. Okay. Because they have a lot of like really chill and, and trippy ambient songs, kind of. Mhm, mm mhm. Mm so this song is gonna have like a little late '90s, early 2000s feel to it. Cool. And it's gonna be a little trippy. So, do you have any favorite bands from that time, by the way? Yeah, the Deftones. <laughs> like from the late '90s. Late nineties, early two thousands, kind of like. What was Chevelle? Chevelle was like. Yeah. Was well, it 2000s? Chevelle? Chevelle? That was, that was a little bit more, like two thousand four maybe, but it still counts, I think. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know if I listen to. Well, I mean, I don't know if I listen to rock. Oh, because you. Were, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm thinking you're like my <laughs> age, and yeah. <laughs> you you are you are somewhat younger than I am. Does what count? <laughs> Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, well, actually, kind of, because they did did influence that. Pretty much every band that came out after them, like in the nineties, wanted to be like Nirvana. Pretty, pretty much. Like, I mean, name name a few that you're thinking of. The only one that I can think of right now is Perfect Circle. <laughs> really? Yeah. Or maybe, Honestly, and I thought they were from like the two, early like to the early two thousands, not the nineties. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Late nineties, like 98, 97 to like two thousand four or five. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so yeah, a perfect circle, maybe some tool stuff. Oh, I love tool. Yes, tool yeah. is awesome. I, I don't know what what struck me to write a song with that feel because I, I never really listened to that music too much. I mean, I do like some of that stuff, but I, it's not really my main thing. Uh huh. But I guess because you know the whole interdimensional thing and trippiness and stuff like that, I was like, well, like I guess this kind of qualifies for that kind of feel i don't know damn dude i just you just unlocked the memory of me like in my room listening to music during that time but it was not rock it was pop what were you listening to back then 
Nelly Furtado. It's like it's the I'm like a bird song. That's the one, and it's from Nelly Furtado. Like yeah. that's the song that I remember from like the like literally the two thousand the year two thousand. What happened to her? Dude, I don't know. She did some stuff with Timbaland and Justin Timberlake, and then that was it. I never heard from her again. Early two thousand tens or like mid two thousand tens, like when I was like in in high school. And then oh. after that, oof, nah. She disappeared. That I've heard of. Either. You know? Maybe you should play the Elibear game or the Hoodman game. Ah. <laughs> I know. She's, she's somewhere. <laughs> Maybe she retired to have a family or something like that. Because some, sometimes yeah. people do that. You know, they they decide to retire and, and just become family mm -hmm. people. Now I gotta go yeah. and Google her somewhat. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I remember. And like, I remember it had this little like. Uh, we had this changing bed for like babies because I don't know if it was my sisters or my brothers and they moved it into my room because it was a uh, like I used it as like a dresser kind of mm -hmm. and like bookshelf because like cause we don't have any more babies in the house so yeah I was like cleaning that because you know Saturdays are for cleaning in Hispanic households yes and it was a sunny Saturday with my mom well with me playing my music in my room Cleaning my little table. And there were bunk beds in the back, I think. I think. Or like a day bed that I had. I can't remember. But yeah. Damn. Wow, dude. My name. Wow. That memories were my favorite memories. Uh, <laughs> <So>. Well, <laughs> I first really got into music in the late 90s, early 2000s, but I was listening to 80s music for the most part. Like 80s rock? or? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I was a little rocker in high school, but I was like the retro dude back then. Because uh -huh. I, I, I didn't listen to anything past, like, 1992 or something. What bands would you listen to? <laughs> I was... The first band that I ever got really into was Guns N' Roses. Okay. And then after that, it was stuff like Van Halen, um, Megadeth, uh -huh. Iron Maiden, stuff like that. You know, I really got into, like, the heavy metal type of stuff. Yeah, that went from, like, r glam rock to, like, heavy metal. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, but I, I didn't really appreciate any of the stuff that I was hearing back then. So people in high school, like when I was in high school, were listening to Creed and... Oh, I love like Creed. And <laughs> I, never, I never really got into that, dude. For, I, I just didn't like it. But now I appreciate it for what it is. I mean, it's okay. Like, I, I don't hate it. Uh, but because I guess Nickelback came out and I was like, okay, Creed's not as bad as Nickelback. Ah. <laughs> oh my god, why does everybody hate Nickelback? They're one of my favorite bands and everyone, they always get so much hate. I'm like, I don't get it. Why don't people like them? Uh, okay guys, that was the episode. Thank you very much. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's serious reason. I mean, question. I want to know why. I don't get it. I, Me personally, I just don't like the guy, the singer. Why? I think he's too fake. Fake how? He's like the chillest dude ever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, like, he just gives me a, a really heavy, like, bag of douche vibe. Huh. You know he's married to Avril Lavigne, right? Yes, uh-huh. But that's not why I hate him, I mean. No, I know, but, like, I mean, <laughs> she's with him. She's, like, some a really chill-seeming chick, yeah. like, I don't know. Wow. I don't know, dude, like, I, I, I mean, I don't know the guy person. Of course, I, I've never met him. Right, 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 right. He, yeah, he's a famous uh, person. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> but... From just listening to his, his songs and the, his singing style and his lyrics, I was like, oh man, this guy just, I don't know, he's just like, like one of those bros, you know? 
the songs are very like rock poppy, like you know, like sometimes gimmicky, but they're good though. Like they're 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 bangers, you know. They're, they're almost all their all of their songs. I don't like the newer stuff where like he started get, they started getting like really rowdy. That was douchey. Yeah. That was kind of like uh okay no like, but I think they did that to like because that was that's what was in during that time. So yeah. like it was them conforming basically. I will give them credit. I do like that song they had, uh, How You Remind Me. That song, I think, is good. Okay, that's one of the early ones, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but then when they were singing stuff like Rockstar or Photograph, I was I like, ah. Rockstar. Yeah, I no. Like, nah. That's that, that, I kind of stopped listening. It was from then, and there was this other one where they sing with this guy that, like, the, I remember the music video being in a strip club. And it's this guy, just this one dude, I guess from another band, and he's like, uh, doing like a little cameo or something or like it's like a feature right uh-huh and um the the guy's voice is very like is very like bro like rock like kind of hot but not really at the same time like it could go <laughs> either way like either too douchey or just whatever and he's talking about strip clubs he's just talking about like Something, some girl's just way too nice. I have no idea what song that is, my friend. <laughs> I'm thankful that I was never exposed to that because that, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that, that song I was like, at first I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. But then after, all, I, after a while, and I started paying attention to, the, attention to the lyrics, I was like, oh, this is like a douchey song. Like, I don't like it. I guess that's probably because. When I was in high school again, I was really into 80s rock and I never really gave any bands that were not from the 80s, whatever, like the time of day. Yeah. Uh, I just didn't appreciate that. And then when I was in college, when I started actually being exposed to more music, I think that's when they started singing that kind of stuff. And people yeah. were like, hey, have you heard Nickelback? And now we're here, like, photograph or whatever. I was like, oh, man, this guy's so douchey, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm, I need to find it. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean... This episode can end, and we can just talk about it after. Yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, so well, I guess we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember, I'll bring it up in the next episode. For your own peace of mind. Uh, but yes, the song that I made for this, just really quick, I'm, I'm not going to play anything for you right now, but you're going to hear it right now. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. I call it The Other World. Uh, it's not finished right now, but it will be finished by the time we do the episode. So... Hope you guys enjoy it, and we'll see you at the closing remarks of the episode. We'll be right back.
Okay, Monica and everybody, like once again, let's set face for tonight because we are at the final segment of our episode. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed <laughs> the segments on both the elevator game and the Hooded Man game. And I'm laughing because Monica's having a blast with her. <laughs> I'm remembering the song and I'm going on my own little, like, have a little concert playing in my head right now. Yeah, after doing some extensive research. <laughs> yeah, it took a while, but we, I got it. We finally, uh, what's the song called again? It's called, did I say it was Porn Star Dancing? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, by My Darkest Days, and I'm pretty, pretty, pretty sure that the frontman, the lead singer for Nickelback, is a feature on it, because I vividly remember seeing him in the music video, so I think, I think I'm right. <laughs> when I have to watch the video after this now, because I, I need to confirm it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, I, I heard the song sample you played for me, and it, it sounds like a song that I've heard before for sure. Yeah. Uh -huh. And a song that I disliked for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I used to like it, and then I, you know, I don't know, age does things to you people, you know? Ugh, what were we thinking? Cringe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think with age, I, I've become more accepting of certain songs and, and bands and stuff like that, but that's something that I'm I'm not quite ready to accept yet, my friend. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, and I've already been, I'm already like, I liked it back then, but maybe not so much right now. Yeah. <laughs> I want to give some shout-outs tonight. I want to give shout-outs to the companies that made our merch for finally coming through. And it's been a difficult time because I ordered the stuff and because of all the crazy weather we had down here in Texas. Yeah. It took a little longer than expected for them to deliver. But we finally have our stickers and we finally have our cups. And we have our picks, which are for sale. At the moment, we are working on the online store. You can still email us at myths behind legends at gmail.com and you can ask us about the orders we can talk to you about the prices etc 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 so i believe we have the cups at four bucks the stickers at a dollar and the picks for a dollar for now mm -hmm. uh, those prices might change they might actually go down or up or i don't know depending on inflation right <laughs> demand you can get the bundle for five bucks which would include one cup one pick and one sticker mm -hmm. So if you want to maximize your EMBL experience, <laughs> <laughs> or if you buy in bulk, we, we can actually, <laughs> if you buy in bulk, you know, let's say you want to buy 10 cups, whatever, we can actually work out a price with you on that. So yeah, uh, yeah. talk to us. Yeah. Email us at uh, mythsbehindlegends at gmail.com and we can talk to you about our merchandise. Yeah. The companies that we work with are Discount Mugs for the cups. They did a really legit job on, on the printing. And yes. also you printing for the stickers because they look pretty legit as well. I already nice. have one here on my little workstation. The little Chupacabra guy is awesome. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have any shout outs on that, my friend? Um, no, I don't have specific names, but I did see some activity in that uh, website you you made. Um, uh -huh. We got a lot of follows, so that was pretty cool. Oh, another box, other... yeah. Yeah, that one. Uh-huh. And I need to remind you for the record, everyone can hear it. You forgot your list, my friend. <gasps> oh no! Oh my god. I keep for how did I forget again? Jesus. <laughs> I was gonna do that today. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. So uh, I've been I I uploaded two of my own already, so I think it's time for you to mm -hmm. to send me the info so I can upload your list for that. I will, okay. Yes. So everybody, peer pressure Monica into sending me her list at <laughs> <laughs> All she needs to do is tell me the list of her favorite horror movies, and that's all, that's all we need from her right now. Yeah. 
So it's hard to decide. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I put like all that I, the ones that I could think of, and it's like thirty. <laughs> Damn. So and then I made another one for the movies that I thought were disappointing, and I think that's like fifteen. So. Okay. Yeah, shout out to from Monica to our Letterbox subscribers or followers. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, because uh, we, we, I mean, I, I do want to keep active on that page because it's, it's, it looks like there's a lot of like activity going on there. So yeah, I, I kind of want to keep the ball rolling, so to speak, my friend. Well. So yes, reminder for our audience once again our social media accounts. We have our Facebook under Explore in the Myths Behind the Legends. We have our Instagram under myths behind lgds our twitter is myths behind lgds and you can also email us to the, the one we mentioned like five times right now uh <laughs> myths behind legends at gmail.com yes and our link tree is under myths behind lgds as well our letterbox is also under myths behind lgds and our website is myths hyphen behind hyphen legends dot mailchimpsites.com You're doing a dance now to the beat of the words. I, I, I'm kind of trying to, to like do like a little, I don't know. A bounce. What, what do you call this when you have like your hands in front of you and you kind of just like move your shoulders up and down? A bounce bounce. I don't know. Uh, shoulder lean. I don't know. That's the extent of my dance moves, my friend. So uh, I'm... Put your hands up, you know? Yeah, yeah. kind of just vibing with the music and just kind of like... <laughs> it's times like these that I wish I had video, my friend. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, well, no. I, well, it's kind of okay because I, I don't look very very good right now. I'm just kind of wearing the go. Eh. I mean, I'm good at that too. You know, I'm wearing like sweats. I always wear sweats, but this time I'm wearing a hoodie. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it's been in the works for a while, but uh, yeah. we're, we're planning on incorporating video at some point. And at mm -hmm. some point, I do want to do like visit creepy locations and stuff like that, take pictures or video, whatever, like little stuff. Okay. So hopefully once this whole thing goes over, I can start doing that for you guys. Okay. Sounds good. So yeah, stick around. Cause... I'll drive by the haunted places in, in California. I won't go in, but I'll drive by them and I'll well, show you. <laughs> you can just like pull, pull, over, <laughs> pull over and tell me that's like, that's the house where like three people disappeared. At. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but across the street because you never know how bad those vibes are. I don't want to catch anything, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you got any final comments before we bid our audience good night, my friend? Nope. Um, just everybody, thank you for listening. Keep listening. Share us. Um, forward our <laughs> sites, our links, everything like it's hot. Um, and yeah. <laughs> well, I do have a comment. Yeah, like uh, you know, following up on your suggestion or you know, to our audience. Yeah, you know, just. People, it'd be really cool if people shared our content or, or our links or media. They liked it. Uh, we mm -hmm. are open to criticism. If you guys don't think we're doing something right or you're not quite satisfied with the content of this podcast, do let mm -hmm. us know and we can maybe try to fit some of your suggestions in there. Yes. As long as they stick with the context because we're not going to start talking about, like, you know, funny movies in this because, you know, it's not really mm -hmm. the, the context of this. Yeah. But, you know, if you want us to talk about a specific movie, you can bring that up. You can let us know, hey, how are you guys, do you guys do this? Uh, do you want us to talk about a specific ritual game like we did tonight with the oh. elevator game and the hooded man game, for example? Mm -hmm. An urban legend from your location, maybe if you live somewhere, I don't know, California or whatever. 
and there's a legend of like the Raggedy Man or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it would be really cool to find out new urban legends because I mean we typically you know only really know the ones that we grew up with. Like it'd be cool to like find out about new ones or like different ones in different cultures or different areas. Um, and if you guys have like superstitions, that'd be cool too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, send us suggestions. We have a virtual suggestion box in our email. <laughs> okay, Monica, and before we forget, what is our hint to the audience for the next episode on our podcast? Our next movie is about... It's a giant monster movie. Just leave it at that. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. That's cool, because it could be anything. <laughs> yeah, good. Mm -hmm. The possibilities are endless. Yeah, I can think of several movies that fit that description. So yeah, I mean, that's ambiguous enough, I would say. Okay. Having said all that, that was our episode for tonight on interdimensional travel games. <laughs> I think we actually went more on tangents that we actually talked about the games themselves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was my fault. Like, I just kept getting caught up in the whole idea of it. <laughs> no, but it's cool, though, because that, that's kind of the whole idea. I mean, we're open yeah. to, uh, to interpretation and dialogue with this, my friend. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a bad thing. Okay, cool. I just think that it's funny that that's the way it happened, but I mean, it's cool. <laughs> uh, I think it makes for a more interesting episode, if you ask me. True. Yeah, so having said all of that, that was our episode for tonight. Have a great uh, morning, evening, late afternoon, madrugada, uh, don't get caught with your pants down kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do, pues ni modo. <laughs> don't say we didn't warn you. And <laughs> until then, have a good one. Bye.